That started. This is started. I always make a mistake. Okay, here we go. You know, how, how many of you heard uh, my and my daughter's testimony from Healing is Here? Yeah. Oh, man, less than half of you haven't heard it yet. What? You need to hear it. You really need to hear it. It's up to, uh, I humbly say this, Lauren, I humbly say this. 55,000 views. Wow. I humbly say this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but anyway. On YouTube, on YouTube, you look up Healing is Here 2023, Leonard and Allison Rolla, R-O-L-A. And it will come up. So at one point of the interview, Andrew asked me, and, and uh, he, said, he said, well, what's special about your location? And I said, really? You really want me to answer that? And he said, yeah. What did I say, Lori? You. Me. Amen. Me. Amen. And the crowd went crazy. And Andrew went crazy, you know. But I, I, and I don't say that arrogantly. I say this in all humility. Yeah. Me. Why? Because I know how much I love you. I know how much I love you. I know how much I care. You know, many of you, you, you don't know it, and you think you might be the only one that constantly barrages me with, with, with text messages and emails. I love it. I thrive on it. And you all do it. And I love it. And I want you guys to have that freedom. I want you to have that freedom. I feel like that's how it should be. Amen. That's right. If I don't want to hear from you, I turn the phone off. And I don't usually do that till like 10 at night. So when I go to bed. Then even then, I'm here to go. My, my phone whistle. I'm like, Lord, who was it? <laughs> and she'll tell me, and I'll get up. And I'll take care of them. I'll take care of them. Listen, this is what I do. This is what I love. I love you guys. And I've, had, I've made so many, many good friends. And I've, I've gone on hospital visitations. I'm praying for people. And, and I've gone to, you know, travel to other locations to, to do Bible groups. And Bible, I just, I, this is what I do. This is what God's called me. You know, to minister, to ministry. I'm not an administrator. I am not an administrator, and I am not a tech guru. All right? <laughs> you know. I, but and I, I love sharing the word. I love ministering. I love praying for people. I just, I love that. I, you know, it's my spinach. <laughs> so anyway, got a word for you today. Um, hope it blesses you, and I hope I wasn't supposed to give the other word. No, I don't think so. It's all good. So I hope you have your Bibles, because this is a Bible school, yeah. all right? Whether you have it in a written, uh, written form or whether you have it uh, in electronic form. <laughs> so let's start with a question, okay? Let's start with a question. Here's the question. Romans 8, 32. It says, he that spared not his own son. He that spared not his own son. But delivered him up for us all. How shall he not, with him, also freely give us all things? Now, start with the question. Let's qualify that question. How shall he not? How shall he not? Because he gave us his son? How shall he not give us all things? 
or did all things come when he gave us his son? So it's already been done. Now, I just, um, I'm just amazed at man and, and religion. Because they, 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 they want to put a, 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 a time limit on, on God's giftings, on God's gift, on God's salvation, on sozo. You know? This word is for all time. This word is for us. I am so glad for the true gospel. Your hair looks I, I like it. I, I wish I was looking up in Amazon the other day for like beards and hair. I don't know, see how it looks. I don't know. I ordered it. You know. no, I didn't order it yet, but I want it. I ordered. I ordered a beard. Did you get permission? No, I didn't order it yet. It's in. It's in the. It's in the shopping cart. You take. You tape it on so it kind of looks like it's yours. We'll see. Hair. Anyway. All right. So here's. The question, let's start with the question. Is He gives us Jesus, and now because he's given us Jesus, don't you think he's going to give us more? Or, he's gave us Jesus, and with Jesus came all things. So, now we'll look at the word in the Greek, with. This is amazing. This is with, with means. With means, the word in the, the Greek is um, soon. I, have to, I don't have to say, I don't know how to say it, it like how a Greek would say it. It, it. it sounds like, soon, it sounds like I'm at a, you know, a, an oriental restaurant ordering soup or something. Soon. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way, whoever's listening, because I love, I love wonton soup. They have it, S-O-O-N, S-O-O-N. So anyway, it means, this, mer, this word with means, it denotes union. It denotes Together, it denotes side by side. So what is saying, what Paul is saying, he gave all things. Jesus, all things. Now, let's look more closely at that answer and what all things means. I love the word of God. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already, I like this version, oh been lavished upon us. Oh my gosh. Which version? Some of you, some of your versions say has been given to us. I like this. I like this. What is translation? TPT. Yes. yes. Oh, this is awesome. Is oh my gosh. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus. All because he sees us wrapped up into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all of our hearts. Why? Because Jesus, Jesus has been lavished upon us. That's why I, I kind of, I like listening to Joseph Prince. I've heard somebody mention him the other day, so I'm going to mention Joseph Prince. Prince. Because what I learned from him was, everybody tries to explain what grace is. 
grace is, you know, uh, unmerited favor, undeserved favor, whatever. But he, he made it more simplis- simplistic. He said grace is Jesus, period. And I, I like that because this shows that. Jesus was lavished upon us. Everything, all spiritual, lavished upon us. Why? Because Jesus was lavished upon us. Jesus. Jesus in me makes me more than a conqueror. Jesus in me, I can do all things. It's Jesus in me. It's Jesus in me. That's what grace is. Grace is Jesus. You know? Grace grace allows me to do it. Why? Because Jesus is in me and he does it. It's Jesus. It's, It's very simple. What's grace? Jesus. So every spiritual blessing. What is spiritual? What does that mean, spiritual? So now let's look. The word is pneumaticos. It always connotes, is that a word? C-O-N-N-O-T-E-S? The idea of power. Wow. Wow. So what's that say again? Every spiritual blessing, all power in the heavenly realm, has already been lavished upon me. All power has been lavished upon me. Wow. I like that. It's, in fact, an after-Pentecost word. So as a result of Pentecost, okay, this spiritual blessing, it, this power, and we know that that's when the power was released, and that's when the power was given, the Holy Spirit. So... It also has to deal with his character, God's character, being in harmony with his character. This is great. And it goes on to say, spiritual blessings allows a man to walk by the Spirit or in the Spirit. And who himself manifests the fruit of the Spirit. Wow. According to the Scriptures, the spiritual state of soul is normal for the believer. Mm. And this is what it says in Vines and, and Strong. But to this state, all believers do not attain. Mm, my gosh. So, here's Paul. Every spiritual blessing has been lavished upon us. But you're only going to see its fulfillment if you're walking in the Spirit. If you're being led by the Spirit. What was the last verse that you read, Pastor Lenny? Ephesians 1 3. <coughs> okay, yeah. Before that, it was Romans 3 22. What about the one after that? I didn't read a verse yet. This is coming up now. You're, you're getting a word of wisdom, huh? Here's another verse coming out. Oh, this is like aligned with what Spirit said yesterday. This is literally everything we say. Every spiritual blessing has been lavished. So now, what what, what does this mean? Well, okay, we'll get some clarification from Peter. I like Peter every once in a while. So we look at 2 Peter 1, verse 3. And this is what he says. All right, every spiritual blessing. Peter's saying everything we could ever need for life. Everything we could ever need for life. What could we need for life? You think about it. What do I need for life? Right? 
food, <clears throat> right? Like he was talking about, like Andrew was talking about money, you know, because you need money to buy things, right? Healing, wholeness, wellness, everything. For, and, and I want you to know something. That word life he's using there is Zoe life, of the absolute fullness of life. Wow. Wow. That's massive. Absolute fullness of life, which belongs to God. Wow. And the second one is life. Real and genuine. Life. Listen to this, guys. Life. Active and vigorous. Life blessed. In proportion with the blessings of this world. For those who put their trust in Christ. Wow. That's life. So, so... So Paul is saying every blessing, every spiritual blessing, John is in complete agreement. He's saying everything, I mean Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. Remember, with Christ came all things. It's all been deposited within us. 2 Peter 1.3 For all this was lavished Here's that word again I love the TPT For all this was lavished upon us Through the rich experience of knowing him Who has called us by his name And invited us to come to him Through a glorious manifestation Of his goodness So now I gotta ask you a question This is Jesus This is what comes with Jesus it's a gift that's been lavished upon us. It's a gifting that we all possess. Supposedly. The word is true. Would you think that if Jesus were with you right now, that if Jesus was walking beside you right now, that all and every one of your needs would be met? Yes, so many. You're not sitting with your husband. That's Jesus. Can you imagine? You're holding Jesus' hand, right? He, he's with you. He's not only with you, he's in. Just Jesus. He walked on the water. He calmed the, the sea, the storm, right? He fed 30, 40,000 people, you know? The businessmen, right? The businessmen, he gave them a haul, right? That was so big, it was going to sink their boat and their friend's boat. That's because Jesus, Jesus was with you. So, do you think if Jesus was with you, in you, that every need would be met? Yes. Amen. Amen. This has to become a reality, guys. All right? So, I want to, I want to look at some other scriptures now. This is just Bible. This is just... This is not really a sermon. This is just a talk and a walk through some scriptures. When's the last time you held her hand? <laughs> no, just now. <laughs> oh, I got you. Sorry about that. Okay, listen. John chapter 14, verse 16 through 18. This is Jesus. He's talking to his group of disciples, right? And he says, um, I'm going to pray to the Father. And he shall give you another, another 
comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. I want you to understand something. John is the, right, the writer of this gospel. And he has already told us that the law comes by Moses, but grace, truth, it's all one, comes by Jesus Christ. So when he's talking about even the spirit of truth, he's talking about the spirit of Christ, of Jesus, okay? Whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and he shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. What? He says another comforter. And then you end with, I will come to you? Huh. Okay. That word another is pretty cool. Because it doesn't mean, man, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go to, uh, I went to uh, Outback the other night. And I forgot what I ate. It was so good, Lori. What did I get? <laughs> got steak? Sorry. I don't know what I get. But let's just pretend I had a hamburger. Cheeseburger. Oh, it was so good. Cheddar cheese was just so melty. It had a little bit of onion, a little bit of lettuce. The right amount of mayo and ketchup. All right? It was just the right size. You know, you take a bite out of it, and it just it just drips down the side of your mouth. It was just so good. Huh? Can you relate? She's fasting. Oh, you're fasting. That's okay. All right, so I'm, I'm having it, and it's gone. Man, I'm like... Lori says, put that shirt on top of the pile because I have to pre-treat it. You know, you got grease all over it. Anyway. So I'm like, oh man, there's nothing, there's nothing I would love more than another one. Another burger. So they bring me another burger. That's not what this word means. I don't know how they did it. But they brought me the, the same exact burger. How did you do that? The same exact burger. Not another one. This word for another means the same exact. So they don't comprehend this yet. But Jesus is telling them, I am coming back to you. I am coming back to you. I am. And I will be with you and I will be in you. This is amazing. And we know that because the word another in the Greek, alos, it means the same sort, the same kind, the same one. And the word comforter, all right, you know, just to, to, to shorten things a little bit, it has a, uh, not only a Greek meaning to it, but a Hebrew meaning to it, in that it's referring to the Messiah, the word that's used there. So he's talking about me. They're like, you're going somewhere? Where are you? They, don't, they didn't understand that. They didn't understand that whole message. And so... Now we look at John chapter 14, verse 16. In the TPT, I like it. It says this. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Savior. There's only one Savior, right? Jesus. All right. The Holy Spirit of truth. Remember, truth, Jesus. Who will be to you a friend, just like me. And he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside you. I promise, listen to this. I promise that I will never leave you helpless or abandon you as orphans. Now, if you have King James, New King James, 
TPT or whatever, the Bible always clarifies itself. How do I know he's talking about himself? Because it says, I will come back to you. I will come back to you. It's very important. I will come back to you. And in John chapter 14, 26, it says, let's just say it. But when Jesus, the Holy Spirit of truth, whom the Father will send, when he comes to you, when I come to you, I will teach you all things. I will bring all things to your remembrance. All that I have said to you. Remembrance. Remembrance, it signifies, it causes one to be put in right mind. That's what we're all looking for, to be put in right mind. Because we know our spirit's perfect. Our spirit prays perfectly, thinks perfectly, praises perfectly, wants perfectly. But it's our soul. And he said, I will put you into right mind. This is what remembrance means. So how do we get a vision of this? How do we get a picture of this, what this looks like? Are you lost yet? No. Okay. No. We're going to bring it home. It's the bottom of the ninth. We're down by four. No, we're bound down by three. You know, the, the cleanup man is up at, up at deck. Need a home run to win. Grand slam. It's coming in. It's coming in. So let's look. We're going to look at Acts. You've got to look at Acts chapter 9, verse 17 through 18. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in, in the way as thou camest, has sent me. Now, I didn't want to come, Paul, because I heard about you. How you wreck havoc. How, how, how you're persecuting us. I didn't want to come. But I am. I'm here. So he sent me, the Lord who you've seen along the way, he sent me, that thou mightest receive your sight. Here we go. And be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, this is important to understand this. Because now we're going to go from here, we're going to jump into Paul's prayer. And be filled with the Holy Ghost. And be filled with the Holy Ghost. How many of you are filled with the Holy Ghost? Okay. You sure as we go? And be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately. And immediately. Paul spoke in tongues. No, that's not what it says. Okay? And immediately. And immediately. Where he goes. Scales fell from his eyes. Remembrance. Remembrance. The spirit of, the spirit of truth. Wisdom and revelation. Right? And immediately scales from, fell from his eyes. And then he was baptized. And, and we know that immediately after that, two or three days later, because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, he was in the synagogues preaching about Jesus from the same scriptures he was using to persecute the church. Because the spirit of truth brought to his remembrance his understanding. The spirit of wisdom and revelation sprung up from within him. Remember that. Now let's look at something else. Let's look at Acts chapter, let's go back in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in other languages. 
empowered by the Spirit to speak in languages that they never learned. But what took place right after that? What took place after that? So you see, here it is. How many of you have seen the movie Risen? Risen. Good movie. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's made by Hollywood, and I have no idea. I have no idea why Hollywood would make such a good movie. Because, because this, Roman, this Roman official, the Jewish leadership says, hey, listen, man, the first lie is going to be worse than the, the, the last lie is going to be worse than the first lie. The body's missing, you know. You've got to find where that body is. And so they scoured the area. You know, they were on, they were on a body hunt. They were digging up graves, digging up graves, pulling up bodies. Is this him? Is this it? Is this him? They couldn't find him anywhere. They couldn't find it anywhere. And, 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 and the disciples, you know how brave they were. They were kind of like laying low key. Right? They were laying low key. Yeah. They didn't want to be questioned. You know? Tortured. You know, where'd you put the body? Where'd you put the body? Where'd you put the body? But at the end of the story, this Roman soldier... He believes in Christ. It's amazing. And he proves the resurrection. It's amazing. I'm like, how did Hollywood do this? It's a great movie. So anyway, Holy Spirit comes. They're kind of in hiding. They're pretty much in low key. And what did they do? They hit the streets. They hit the streets. Why? This is the reality of what happened to Paul. This is the, with the reality of what Paul is saying, the spirit of wisdom and revelation springing up from within you. Why? Because now they realized, I will not leave you. I will come back to you. Oh. Jesus came back to them. Yeah. Do you realize that? Yeah. More real than Jolene sitting next to you. More real than Gabrielle sitting next to you. Not only with you, but in you. Jesus was back. He said he was coming back. He's back. He's with me. He's with me. He's with me. Come on, Jesus. Let's go. Let's go heal some people. Jesus, let's go teach about the kingdom. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Oh, silver and gold have I not. But such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Sorry about that. I got a little... <laughs> Jesus was with them. He was in them. He was with them. He came back. Do you understand what would happen if we could live with the same reality and understanding and revelation? And what's different about us? Nothing. The only thing that's different about us is the stinking thinking. And this is why you have to put good seeds in your soul. Because if you don't, when the good seeds come in and try to grow, the bad seeds choke it. This is why we don't give men permission to mess our minds up. We want to live in that spirit of wisdom and revelation. Jesus is back. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 now. But if the spirit, Jesus, if Jesus, right? The spirit, Jesus, that, that raised up Christ from the dead, he's in me now, he's with me now, he's in me now. He will also quicken my mortal bodies. He will also quicken. He's in me. He's with me. He's in me. He's with me. If I was walking side by side with him, would I be hungry? No. My knees would be met? Yep. Would I be sick? No. No. 
So he's not only with me, he's in me. This is awesome, guys. You've got to get this revelation. Yeah. You've got to get this revelation, man. Right? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Now you can kind of understand this. Where Paul is praying. Oh, no. He said, and what is the exceeding greatness of that power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. Okay? So just think about that. Think about that. You know it. Just think about it. You got 22,000 people. They're all hungry. You're not worried about it. Just pass the basket. The food's going to multiply. The bread's going to multiply. The drink is going to multiply. Why not for you? I know why. You want to know why? Our minds have been corrupted. Our minds have been corrupted. It's time to get rid of the corruption, guys. Ephesians chapter 2, 3, verse 20. Now unto him, right, that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Why? According to the Jesus that's within us. According to the Jesus that's with us. He's able to do more than you could ever ask for. You've been asking big? Mm-hmm. Have you been asking big? Oh, yeah. Ask bigger. Okay? That's a word for you. Ask bigger. Ask bigger. Ask bigger. You can't ask too big. Jesus is with you. He's sitting beside you. Not only that, he's in you. Now, this is what Paul's prayer is all about. I finally understand his prayer. You know? That the spirit of wisdom and revelation, and I will send, I will come back, I will send the Savior, I will send, I will send, I'm coming back to you. And I will bring back to your remembrance. So he's here. So Paul is saying that this spirit, spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus, Jesus in you, would spring forth from within you all revelation and illumination. Of what? Who you are, what you can do, what you have, because I'm with you. And because I'm in you. Guys, this is so really important. It, it, it relates to finances. It relates to healing. I mean, I've watched, I've watched a hundred of healing journeys. Okay? I've watched them all. I listened to them all. And you see, the problem or the challenge that most Christians have is that they're trying to be healed off someone else's revelation. Because they all have one thing in common. All of them have one thing in common. Well, I did this, and I did that, and I did this, and I did that. So people listen to their revelation, right, or, or their testimony, right, and try to make it their own and try to do what they did. And it becomes a work. And then they'll all say this. And then all of a sudden, I got revelation. See, that's the key. That's the key. We cannot live. We cannot become prosperous. We will not be healed off someone else's revelation. It has to be ours. And this is what Paul is praying for. That God would cause to spring forth from within. Jesus within us. That the eyes of our understanding, our souls, would become illuminated. 
And then we would go, hey, Jesus, holding his hand. Hey, Jesus, I believe that I receive. It's done. Amen? Amen. That's the word I have for you today. It's okay? Amen. So, Father, we worship you and we praise you. We thank you, Jesus, that you are with us and you are in us. Thank you, Jesus. We have all things. We can do all things. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. All because of you and your gifting. The Father's love and the Father's gifting. We thank you. And we pray and we declare by faith that we will walk, being led by the Spirit, and we will walk in that wisdom and in that revelation. We will walk with our understanding being illuminated. We will walk understanding the exceeding greatness of your power. And we will live in your overflow and in your abundance of living that you've already provided and given us. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.